Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Mats Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? So today we are the 25th of Merry December. Christmas. American uh, Christmas. American Christmas. <laughs> and some and, other places uh, also. And some, a lot of places around in, in, in Europe as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So yesterday we talked about a little bit uh, Sweden and Czech traditions. So today it's your turn, Ariel. What did you do on the 25th? <laughs> well, it was so hard to sleep the night before. And in fact, often Santa would come and you could hear the reindeer on the roof and the bells at yeah. the aunt's house. It was pretty cool and really hard not to want to climb up on the roof and f- check it all out. But uh, my cousin Brian and I would be in the bathroom and often hear Santa, like when we're brushing our teeth or in the bed. It was wow. pretty amazing. And um, then we would try to sleep and try to, you know, not to sneak down to see. Sometimes we'd try, but we'd get scolded. Often the parents were somewhere close by making sure we didn't sneak down to try and see Santa. And then um, as early as we could in the morning, we would sneak down and grab our stockings when we saw that they were full. And sometime, and we were required to wait and open them at the breakfast table. So it was pajamas at the breakfast table with your stockings. And we got visited by Santa. Well, we still do. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we, I feel like we're really lucky family, I guess. As long as you get to, you believe, then Santa comes. That's pretty awesome. Uh, it doesn't happen to every parent, I know, but or adult. And so then we would have breakfast after we opened our stockings. And we would have to wait to open any other presents that came from Santa or family or whatever. Um, after breakfast, we would what do, do you, whatever. What do, you, what do you eat for breakfast? Is it a normal breakfast? Or it's you have usually a, a normal breakfast, yeah. I would say. Whatever that means. I mean, eggs, waffles, something. Yeah. You know, Usually nothing too high maintenance because there was a big meal coming around the somewhere between one and three. So between that time and when the meal time was, generally there was some binge watching of something. There was always some marathon because they knew everybody was sitting at home with their family. It was an opportunity for watching, uh, sitting next to my older cousin who I was you know, enamored of and he was always watching Star Trek. So that's how I got my sort of sci-fi you know, piece of me. Like I got really excited about sci-fi after that. I just love Star Trek and anything anything in that realm. And that was mainly from, from Christmases and holidays where they had those uh, marathons of things. And at the same time, it was a time when people would sort of pair off and have conversations. My cousin Diana would talk to my mom, Diana, uh, and I would talk to my my aunt, or we would Mm -hmm. just all kind of switch around and have little conversations. On Christmas Day, more people would come um, from different corners. We would maybe as well go to different family depending on what was set up on either the 25th or the 26th. So we might hop around to see my grandparents when they were alive on my dad's side or my cousins over in Oakland. We would go up and and see them as well and kind of do a little bit of hop around and then come back uh, after the meal or whatnot. 
and they all had traditional foods that we'd look forward to. Yeah. My mom would be making at Christmas time. My mom would always, of course, we'd have a tree, a lot of handmade ornaments that I had made over the years as a kid, things that my mom had made or my grandmother's. That was kind of a special time. My grandmother's old ornaments would go on the tree and they were very special. Um, over the years, my mom had a cat that climbed the tree, so there were less and less trees over the years. But, you know, always decorations around. But the big thing was that before Christmas, just every surface in the entire house was covered with cookies. My mom was known for her gingerbread cookies and her dolma, the two things mm-hmm. that people expected her to bring to Christmas or pre-Christmas dinner. So she would have newspapers on every flat surface that she could find. We were always shooing cats away because she always had a couple of cats or we had a couple of cats. So she had newspapers everywhere. She would make these really nice gingerbread cookies, often sort of bigger ones and really nice full flavor. And she was very picky about how everything had to be. And she did a great job, but she was also as an artist, she wanted them to be colorful. So she always did colorful icing. So she would have cookies everywhere around the house and it would be like blue icing day and then green icing day. So she would go around and she'd do an eye on this and a little part of the bird's tail on that and a blue bell. And she, it was just this whole process. And then by the time she finished everything. How long time in advance did you do that? The week before or the Mm, days before? It would be days, maximum a week. It was not that much because she wanted them to be fresh, of course. And they wouldn't sit out there the whole time. And she'd always cover them and whatever between... And, uh, and then she'd make the dolma, which is, you know, because my mom's Armenian, I'm half Armenian, so she would make this grape leaves. She'd always pick the tenderest leaves and pick them and make the insides, and we'd all be crying because we'd be cutting, you know, we, she didn't use the word uh, food, process, blah, food processor, so she would chop the onions, and there would be the tears, and she'd make fill everything up and wrap them and then they would sit there just maybe a day or so. What, what else did you eat? Turkey? Oh yes, food. So we would eat sometimes turkey, sometimes a ham or something else. I didn't, I hadn't eaten any of that since the early 80s. So I don't know. Then we'd of course have potatoes and some green beans and cranberry sauce usually as well because it's sort of similar to Thanksgiving meal. Quite similar. Yeah. And I don't know. There'd be pecan pie. We weren't a big pumpkin pie family my mom always made apple pie okay for sure because we were from apple country yeah. gravenstein apple country so uh what else yeah th- that was, those are the main main traditions uh my cousin diana would always play on the piano and sing because she's a singer so yeah or one nice. of her one of her talents <laughs> what, 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 then what? everybody would gather we would always call the old relatives if they couldn't come which was usually they didn't travel a lot but we had old uh, great uncle, great yeah. aunt, and we would call them and pass around the phone or something like that. Or they would, my uncle used to come, my great uncle, long, long time yeah. ago. Because my grandma, who was the oldest of the five elders, died back in 75, I think. Did, did you guys overeat like I did? Like saying, yeah, I, I after mean, kind of in the sure. afternoon, you're thinking, I'm not going to eat again. And then. Yeah, you, you, and then there'd be some nibbling throughout <laughs> exactly, the night yeah. and the next days, you know, until everybody kind of went back yeah. home, for sure. No, that was definitely, you know, it's the Thanksgiving and, and Christmas at the times when you sort yeah. of overeat, for sure, and you just sort of lay around, and that's when the conversations happen as well, because you're just sort of slothing on the couch somewhere. And, yeah. Um, you know, over the years, what was funny to see was to watch who was working a lot. You know, generally... Uh, 
it, it started out with one of us sleeping. It was like, who is going to sleep in the longest? Because we were the young people, uh, we were overworking most of us. And so it was always sort of a, who's going to wake up the last yeah. this time. And, uh, that kind of changed over the years. I was almost always sick when I started working in corporate. I was, I was generally sick actually with some big fever or something on Christmas as the years went on. So that was yeah, eventually right. nice to leave that and have a, a better Christmas. Um, yeah, I would say that's, that's Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And my aunt always did such a great job on, uh, putting out all the magical Christmas things that she had collected over the years or had from the family. She always had a really beautiful Christmas tree. And as a kid, you looked forward to all the little magical houses and gingerbread things that she would make with, you know, she was a teacher. So she had all these cool things. She had these, uh, Christmas card placemats that she had made from Christmas cards over the years or somebody made them for her. I don't know, but they, they, it was just something cool you look forward to. And they only saw these things at Christmas time and they'd go back away and but relation wise you 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 were kind of used to see your family so it was not like for me that it was kind of a one so you had a good atmosphere when you were getting together well i would say so, overall but there was always you know the anticipation of what it would be like as a kid you feel it differently but there was always some drama going on because yeah. the women in our in our family all of us are quite passionate uh, I don't know. I don't want to say it sounds arrogant to say intelligent, but not stupid women. But we we had we were thoughtful, and and uh, there was always a lot of strength in the room, shall we say? So we weren't always all in agreement. When I was younger, it was you know I did was kind of oblivious most of the time. And my old aunt, the middle daughter, would come and she'd stir up things or something. And later, there was always some drama going on in the house between some mother or daughter yeah. <laughs> mostly okay, I, I would say I, <laughs> I can it's imagine. pretty normal yeah. I think that's that's family we we look forward to it all year but at the same time it's quite stressful because you hope that everybody gets along and I boycotted Christmas a couple of times and and maybe Thanksgiving because I just there were some times when it was just too much for me mm. and then oh no everybody got along this year they'd always sort of taunt me that you know it was fine so you just you know being dramatic about it but you know, I also really enjoyed as I got older, sometimes getting together with people who weren't my family uh, by blood and, you know, having a vegetarian Christmas. Like my family for years did just completely ignored that I was vegetarian mm. and I just sort of have to bring my own food along or whatever. And uh, it was nice sometimes to get together with you know a bunch of vegetarians and we sit down and we talk about our families and life. And, you know, it was sometimes important to have those. And then you appreciate coming back and having the traditions and everything and yeah I, that's that's life with family I think yeah. so now we're nice. here you can think oh you know well you remember you know when you got, came to my family both my dad's side and my mom's side you know it's funny when it's not your family who's it, having it, the drama it, it is you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's very funny to observe yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of, lot of strong minded people there so that uh, it's, it's always a challenge to, but I think people are making really an effort on this Christmas yeah, holiday and period. And to, it's California yeah. Christmas for us, so it's yeah. there's no snow. I mean, let's, I think maybe once, oh, maybe that was Thanksgiving though, but we, we would generally not go up to the mountains for the holidays, but it had happened in the past, yeah. maybe with my boyfriend or something like that. I think the biggest thing in most American Christmases, and maybe here too, is the running around. 
you know, when I had a boy, a couple of times I had boyfriends where we had to hop around from county to county. It's sort of exhausting to, well, like also like poor Christmas is running all over the place trying to catch everybody. Uh, Yeah. But my, and my dad, I only spent one Christmas with him, like really as a kid. Yeah. I think I was eight. It was my first plane ride actually. It was kind of terrifying. And um, that was a white Christmas with my stepbrother and his second wife and uh, but it's the same East and she Coast. Was a really East... great cook, and we it was. I have just pictures. I don't really remember much except getting some miniature things, and you know, it was a Christmas. I remember the feeling in the in the house of the Christmas and their big dog, and it's kind of a blur. But maybe we've done a couple of Christmases back east or post Christmas, maybe you and I. Went yeah, back I think to my, we my we we've done stepbrothers. And yeah, we've done one east coast so food is pretty similar east coast west yeah, coast east yeah east and west yeah, coast yeah. It's, it's just sort of American, yeah. American tradition and the Asian family has some special yeah. things like but, Adeline but, is this amazing because that you, you, Europe is so I mean every European country has their Christmas specialities and I think every American family has some traditions from some European yeah. Um, yeah. background I know that you Europeans say that we're not this and we're not that because we from the states, you know, where as far as our cultural heritage, but many of us still consider ourselves to be you know, people consider themselves to be Swedish and this and that. Yeah. Even though they're, I am looking forward to hear. It. We yesterday we were asking about Christmas Eve traditions. Maybe we have to hear about Christmas traditions or family dynamics that you do and don't look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to finish today off. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our Imperfect Podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.